Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I literally nearly made noise in the intro section and I said, don't make noise. (laughs) It's the beginning of the show. We're into episode three. My God, they can't believe they carry on giving me a platform for my own insanity, which is insane. But thank you all for returning. If you are returning, we are here. Rila Kumas are here. Valkyrie is here. The Giggly Wiggly, which is going to upset the episode at some point, is here. We are all here. Good morning, good evening, good evening, good evening, good night. Whenever you're watching this show, I don't mind. This week we're talking about the Evil Dead, which I did preface in the last episode. And I am joined by my very beautiful co-host, Sadie. Say hello. Hello. We are here. We are ready. Sadie is a... Val is going to knock everything... We haven't even began, Val. See, Valkyrie's not sitting down today. And it's going to be a nightmare. Right, we are here. We're ready. We're going to talk about the Evil Dead. And everything is going to be great. Now, I chose you because you have Evil Dead tattoos. I do. And we are both... Oh, you haven't seen my new ones. We're both coinacers of controversial air quote tattoos. Uh, you have Evil Dead on your wrist, don't you? I do. Oh, you're showing. Uh, audio listeners, you can't see it, but she has them on her wrist. You also have many controversial tattoos, our little arms and stuff like that. We both have, um, I recently got a new true crime tattoo and you have one, don't you? I do. You have the lady. I do. What's her name? The Black Dahlia. Yeah, the Black Dahlia. Oh, there she is. The I Chelsea see her little, smile. Oh, yeah, I see her little. <laughs> yes, Sadie has a full tattoo of the face of the Black Dahlia and her corpsey Chelsea smile. I recently got another one on my leg. It's a little Columbine one, which is so frowned upon, but whatever. We're all living our best lives. I don't have a corpse's face. Do people ever actually like, cast shade because of that? Yeah. I've had people avoid me, walk away and like touch at me. Oh my God. (laughs) Because you can like, because people do go like, people don't know what mine are, which is fine. And I do get it because someone's going to go like, yo, that's someone's death. That's someone's tragedy. 
and I like and I just think like some mine are very hidden mine are very like you wouldn't know what it was unless you're in the true crime TCC Tumblr shout out community <laughs> I am in a ill I'm ill I'm so gross on Tumblr and a t- true crime person but like with yours it's on the back of your leg it's very obvious especially in the summer and it's like a, a corpse's face I love it but I can imagine people be like <gasps> a lot of people do think it's leather face so I do correct them oh you tell them yeah they oh, think it's just... Leatherface and I'm like no it's the Black Talia and they're like oh it's oh, even worse no. <laughs> I just don't let I just go oh it's just you know it's just it's what it is it's just mine's just as what it is no what? I tell them oh I can't be... <laughs> freak them out I can't be bothered to deal with people because they'll go that's a tragedy you've committed a tragedy I didn't do it right I just have a mental problem where now I'm like really into it and I wish I kind of wasn't into it <laughs> It's an addiction, goddammit. It really is. It is. It really it is. is. True crime is an addiction. We are going to talk about the evil dead. Every week, every week, imagine if I did this every week. Good Lord, my God. Like Spotify would shut down. Every month, we begin the show, and you haven't listened to any, we just discussed that, and you were like, let me listen to one, and I was like, no. Because at the beginning of every show, I like to do something called Sweet Treat Segment. It's the sweet treat. But this week, Sadie has brought me a gift which is the first time on the show, because every time on the show I give someone a sweet treat related to what we're doing. So yours this week is, oh, I'm, I'm reaching into the drawers. ASMR sounds. I got you some uh, zombie gummy brains. Oh my God, oh I love my them. God. They, uh, they're also vegan. <gasps> oh my God. I don't even think you are a vegan, but I'm- No, I'm not. I'm sliding them over the table. <laughs> Thank you. There we are. I couldn't think of anything. More fitting, really. Well, I can't think of anything that they eat in the Evil Dead. I literally googled like, what do is there a food scene in the Evil Dead? And there isn't, so I just uh, which is weird considering how much weed they smoked during it. Mm. You would have thought they'd be a hell of a lot of food. So I just googled uh, gummy brains, and now they're here. So yay! They probably taste like absolute trash. They're the color blue, and all food that is the color blue, I assume, tastes like lightning. Yep. So that is, and uh, uh, Lena, hand me your gift. It's in a little silver box. It's very compelling. Oh, look at the little box as well. It reminds me of something my mother would have when she used to have good taste. She lost that <laughs> when she got rich. Oh, it's bones. <laughs> Everyone on the podcast is like, what? And I'm like, oh, it's, is this, is this, what is this, skull fragments? This is a skull cap, yeah. Uh, oh my God. I just, uh, I want to eat it, but I'm not going to. I love Bones. Where did you get the bones from? Um, I get them from, um, well, <laughs> I well. get them from a guy off a bucket uh, of a truck. Yeah, I literally know them. a KFC. <laughs> I know a guy, oh, right? I know a guy. Yeah, he has a, on, an antique shop in Whitby, which he sends me links and pictures of the things that I would definitely, definitely like, oh and he sends God. them to me from there. Is this audio listeners? I'm going to describe this. It's a fragment of someone's human skull I'm holding. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's the veins that are printed onto the bone. Or something like that. So obviously something there. It looks like there's veins on the bone area. So obviously there was obviously like a bit of brainy, membrane That is amazing. I'll try my best not to eat these human <laughs> bones. I have a weird thing at the moment where I think if I consume human bones. My boss is so clicking away at this point. He's like, stop talking, Rachel. <laughs> or I think if I hu- consume human bones, I'll get their power. I spoke to a nurse and she said... It won't make you that ill. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm actually like proper chuffed by that. I Yay. love that. I just got you gummy brains. And uh, do you want your little pot back? Should no, no, no. That's part oh, of the. It's part of it's the gift. All the gift. Oh, that's all the lovely. Gift. 
brains. Oh, my husband's going to be so disgusted in that moment. Just like, oh. My boss is like, why are you talking about human brains? Everyone's not into this situation apart from you and I. Who are like, so we got dead people on us and we love brains. Val is trying to get in on the action. <laughs> oh. If I knew you were here, I'd bring you something, but I didn't know. A porn star brought her um, some treats once, which is a lovely story. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, there was pornography. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. So we are here to talk about the Evil Dead. I have oh, there is going to be a moment where we have to discuss the re the new one, which was 2012. And we both was messaging each other, and we were both like, I haven't seen it since it came out. And you were both like, it's terrible. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll see it in a new light. Um, just to preface, no, no, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that didn't happen. It was a terrible time for everyone. But um. I think we'll open with um, what attracted you initially to Evil Dead because it's your first. You obviously you have a tattooed on you. Is it your favorite yes. horror movie? Yeah. Really? The original? Yes. Number one. Original. When did you first see the Evil Dead? Oh wow. Um, so I actually found the videotape in my mum and dad's room. It was 1957. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, the front cover of the videotape was mm. like the green horrible like evil horrible face the original audio listeners my dog's um trying to kick all the pillows off <laughs> carry on sadie sorry everyone <laughs> and uh so me and my brother thought i will sneak it into my room and watch it with mum and dad are in bed oh. everyone's asleep and it was the worst mistake of my life imagine if it was just a tape of your parents doing it. yeah that would have been her well yeah what is more scary <laughs> do you know what i mean like what is more because you know suspicious vhs's were a thing before the ring came around people you know videotaped god knows how old was your brother? How old were you? Probably I two. was about nine. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. What was the, f the first horror movie I vividly, fully remember watching on VHS was Scream, which was 1996. Oh, I love Scream. So I'd have been, yeah, maybe like, what, how old are you in school? 1996. I'd have been in year six. So I'd have probably been about, yeah, seven, eight. Yeah. Maybe nine. No, because it would have come out on VHS. So yeah, probably about the same age, about nine. God, I didn't see Evil Dead till I was about 20. Wow. Ew, I'm so old and gross. <laughs> Eat the skull. Of it. Is this a young person's skull? Um, Do I we think know? she was. She was. It was a, a female. Yeah, female. That's all we really know about it. Yeah. We just don't talk about the Evil Dead. And I'm like, so I have a skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she come in. He had like I got with more of those pots that mm. he delivered. He just sends me the stuff that he probably won't sell, i.e., people's craniums. And mm. um, it, she come in pieces. <laughs> You've in just got the whole yeah, body. in different jars, and I was like, "Great, yeah. yeah." There's a bit of a spinal, spinal hollow, <gasps> yeah, everything like that. There's loads of stuff that I just, but we oh. we assume it's the same person. We don't know, but it's just too obscure Who to sell. Who is this man? Like, what is his job? <laughs> he just owns a um, antique shop in Whitby. But why has he got literal corpse parts? <laughs> I, I don't mean, know where he gets thing them. is like here's my lovely Ming vase, <laughs> and then this other guy's like, "So here's my bones," and everyone's just like come on honey let's leave this isn't the antique thought that we thought it was <laughs> it's just like people trying to find like a nice sideboard or something no i, I mean i pop off that's a little it's excellent i want um human teeth is what i'm into at the moment oh i've got well my son's teeth now fallen out so uh, they've been viled up yeah i want big ones big thick gnashes that could cut through like steel no i just want some human teeth and just everything in formaldehyde as well pops off big i'm trying to get people to will me their skulls because I want to use them as like pen caddies in the eyes. Do you know what I mean? But people aren't keen because they're selfish to give me their human skulls, which is sad and I makes me sad. I don't see what the problem is. I'm leaving my body to science. Yeah, same. 
I said, give me your goddamn skull, everyone. <laughs> we, at the end of the day, when we die, what's that? Like 40 to 50 years from now, depending on circumstance, X, Y, and Z, uh, there's not going to be room to bury anyone. The costs of... I can hear you licking, Val. And it's... And no, do not make me throw Rilakkuma at you. And she stopped. Um, you know, even I reckon cremations are going to get super expensive. A casket now is a ridiculous yeah. amount of money. I will say this, though, on a really gross segment. Um, my father died, and we, he got one of those wicker coffins, like the biodegradable things. Oh, my God. I was just going to say this. When they take the coffin out, because it's just wicker, you can hear the weight of the body move. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they pulled it. That was really loud. They pulled it on the, the thingy that comes out of the uh, hearse. And it just, like, when they lifted it, it just went, because obviously he's, his weight was obviously moving ever so slightly, even though they do pad you in, don't they? And it was just like, oh, eco um so everyone if you ever go to a funeral with an eco-friendly wicker coffin just be prepared for the fun sounds <laughs> of your your deceased loved one rattling around inside i was just like there it is i was just like my god but that's the thing you can't even afford like uh and this is coming from like my family that were like obviously i'm not involved really with them but like they were rich and stuff like that so even they saved the money and bought a wicker casket because those wooden ones are like yeah Ridiculous. And I used to work thousands. when I used to work at the funeral home when I was younger. Mm. I mean, back when I, mean, I was probably about what fourteen to twenty-one, I worked there. So that hi, mum. I'm just off to rub <laughs> some dead children down. <laughs> just skipping away <laughs> after school. See you later. I mean, you were talking <laughs> at least anything from 10 upwards grand for a coffin and you're never going to see that again no. you might as well literally yeah. piss on the money yeah. or set it on fire I mean I've done this hopefully no one that actually knows me that worked there I won't say where I worked and we had an old man in bless him who lost his wife of like they've mm. been married their entire lifetime and he bought down his jar of savings for an urn and the savings in this jar was Lovely. it wouldn't even touch the side so oh my God. I Gave him it out the back for this free is, is and like, put a display one in his place. Exactly. Because <laughs> like, it was breaking my heart. I was like, I can't what, let you. What is an urn? An urn is just a stupid yeah. face. It's no different. I, when when my last dog died, I bought an urn. It cost me 30 bucks. When it came, and I know 30 bucks is not a lot, but when it came, I was like, this is just like a jar with a screw lid from the range, essentially. Like, I could have got it anywhere. Yeah. And you're charging someone so much money. There's no different inside. There's nothing special about it. When they... They charged me, like, 300 quid to have my dog cremated. I was like, if I owned the property and didn't rent it, I'd have just buried him or done it on my property because that's a disgusting yeah. amount of money. And that's a small dog, right? We're talking like a human that's a lot of money to cremate someone. And yet, everyone, look, you know, we're in the, we've got the know-how, we've got gummy brains, we've got a skull here, we know what we're talking about. We're so, we know what we're doing. Just set people on fire casually yeah. and just puff them out of a trumpet. Let's just go old school and go back to Viking funerals. This is what I'm thinking. Big boats, fire, And they all everything. just like, all the like boat, like the bodies, like bump into that plastic <laughs> thing that's floating in the ocean that we've created. And everyone's like, oh, more trash. No one's looking out for Greenpeace. And Greenpeace like, can you stop pushing your loved ones out to sea? And we're all like, mm, no. <laughs> Stuff's expensive now. I can't afford to drive my car. Uh, it really is. And so we were saying something. We can't bury ourselves 50 years from now, what are we saying? Oh, but I was going to say, I will actually will you my skull, if that's... 
oh, a gift. Yeah, so no, thank I will. So of course, much. I will. You are younger than me. Yeah, but you might get hit well, by a truck or something. I, don't know. I live more dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> I have a son. It's gonna kill me eventually. This is true. Yeah. Um, I saw a picture on your Facebook where he threw a bag of flour at a fan, yeah. and yeah. I'm so sorry. Like even me looking at that picture, I went Ugh, like that. <laughs> okay, we're 14 minutes in, and we barely mentioned the Evil Dead. <laughs> so, dead people are expensive. Urns are expensive. Puff yourself out of a pipe. Don't leave your kid with flour. No. I have a skull. Gummy brains. Valkyrie's finally gone to sleep. Let's talk about the evil dead. <laughs> you saw it. That was where we were at. Scream. I watched it on VHS. You watched Evil Dead on VHS. Yeah, I didn't see it until I was like 20. And I was like, I literally remember the first scene, the first one. I was like, oh yeah, that pops off. I'm into that. You know what I mean? It's got everything you need. It's an 80s, it's an 80s schlock horror kind of thing. It didn't like make me blow my mind or anything like that. You know what I mean? So I was simping so hard for Jason Voorhees when it comes to like oh, 80s. Yeah. I do simp for him, but it's, it's not the best 80s horror, but it's the best 80s franchise. But, and then I remember watching, I didn't see the second one. I just went straight to number three and I was like, what is going on? And the minute I saw Army of Darkness, I was like, where, what, what chasm have I like jumped over where Sam Raimi just went, oh yeah, I had a logical story here. And then now I made this and I was like, whoa. So I had to go back and watch the second one. But obviously the original one was based off a short movie that he did called The Book of Evil, if I remember correctly, where Bruce Campbell was the zombie. Yes. He was the bad guy. You know about that stuff. You know about that stuff. And, um. And then obviously they made it on like a shoestring budget. Was it, was it a student movie? No. Um, they had money, didn't they? they had, well, it was very limited. Um, I think they even they even used things like coffee granules and things to put into the blood to make it more realistic. Mm. And the cabin itself, which I loved anyway, had oh, a weird... Down. And it had a weird past anyway. The guy who... The original guy who built the cabin died a week later and no one's been in there since. Ew. But because because they had such a tight budget, they all had to stay in this cabin, and yes. it literally drove them slowly insane. I remember reading about that. They did. They had a hotel. Then the shooting went on longer than they thought, yes. so they all ended up staying there. And they tried to shoot it in Idaho because it was meant to be a nicer winter, but it was actually like a really cold winter. So they're living in this awful cabin. Then they left the cabin, shot a bunch of stuff in some people's basements, came back, and there was bums living in the cabin, <laughs> and then they burnt it down. Yep. Um, and that, number one, it's just, it's, it's just a, I think if you think about Evil Dead as a franchise, we just worry about everything else later, but I think if you look at just Evil Dead, like, you know, as a singular entity of a movie, it is the kind of film that is the epitome of what the 80s were about in horror. You've got young up-and-coming directors, you've got budget like, I feel like every film in the 80s was budget, budget movies, you know, and it's just got that, like, small crew as well, because obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday the 13th, these were small student crews. And there's something about that that created this very brilliant cinema, like, magic. And I think Evil Dead was probably, off the top of my head from what I know about all the movies, probably the smallest and most low budget of all of them. But it is now a huge... Like oh, it's crazy. Cultural it's, phenomenon. It is cult. It's, it's cult. It's cult material. And we'll get to that later because I would like people kind of do when you talk about the the heavy hitters. Everyone's like Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, and I'm like, all right, okay, which one of those has a hit cable TV show and a video game and a musical? None of them. 
Evil Dead does. And if you don't know that Evil Dead's a musical, it is. I haven't watched it. I don't like singing and dancing. But it is a thing that everyone can check out if they want to. Maybe not. I don't know. And you've got PlayStation game. You have several PlayStation games now. I think there was a PlayStation 2 game and a new one's just come out. I've now got the PS5 Evil yep. Dead, obviously. That one's come out, but there was a PlayStation yes. 2 game. Yep. I do think there was an arcade game. I'm not too sure. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's some uh, gamer stands out there who are going to just be screaming right now with me getting that wrong. Whatever. I like playing House of the Dead. I don't oh, want to play Evil love Dead. It. Yeah. House of House Typing of the Dead. Dead. No one remembers that. It came out in Japan on the uh, Dreamcast and you used to have to type words instead of fire the gun. Oh, it's so good. Uh, anyway, but like Evil Dead has this weird cult longevity and it's the lesser of all the franchises. We've got one, four movies in a TV show. When you look at Nightmare on Elm Street, what, how many movies is there? Ten? ten I want to say... Ten or eleven. Ten or eleven, yeah. Halloween, ridiculous. Yeah. Friday the 13th, <laughs> there was ten, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a Friday the 13th TV show. And there was a Friday the 13th game, I will say that, but all of those have been flops. Yes. But Ash vs. Evil Dead, if that's what it's called. Yes. I haven't watched it. I've watched No, I did watch the first season. Is huge. Yeah. It's very successful. Massive. The yeah. Friday the 13th TV show, when I mentioned it to people, they go, when was that? And I was like, in the 80s. And then they go, oh, really? And it was like, it was trash. No one cared about it. Um, and the Friday the 13th game was good, but eh, it was kind of like the Blair Witch game. Eh, it was, eh, I haven't played the new one. I haven't played PlayStation 2 one, but it's still there. It still has longevity. It still has franchising. Um, but yeah, so Evil Dead is a film, encompasses all of that. Also as well, I'd like to just think about I think Evil Dead was the first time I'd ever watched anyone get raped by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so to this day, gets... yeah, but even now I watch that scene and it makes me go a bit like... <laughs> it's the... Um, obviously we have to, audio listeners, we have to talk about this in a very <clears throat> diplomatic <clears throat> way. Mm-hmm. We have to watch our... But there's that scene, the, the final bit where they, the branches pull her legs apart and it just goes... <laughs> the big The big branch... <laughs> And uh, when I watched the uh, 2012, 2013 one the other day, it didn't cut it. It no. wasn't the same. No. And I remember the first time I watched that scene, I, th- I think I was with a boyfriend or someone like that in bed and we were kind of just watching it. And I just went, um, that woman just get raped by the tree. And he was just like, I don't know. I don't know. And we both were just like, was that meant to be rape? Like, was she meant to, what? And it was like, because it's never spoke about. No. It's so weirdly unexplained. It's like, you could have done this movie without this woman getting sexually assaulted by a bunch of branches, but you shoved it in, and then she went back and was possessed. Somewhere, they sat down and were like, okay, yeah, so she could, you know, she could touch the heart of Mandula, and the sun could explode, and then she's possessed. She could, like, eat some poison berries or anything, and someone went she go and get raped by a trick. And then they were like, write it down. And then just do everything. Like some weird guy was like, you should get it so that she's out in the woods. She gonna get touched by a trick. And it's just like, why? Why did you make that scene? Why was that part of the movie? Then why was it never categorically? Z- she comes back and she's relatively normal. And she doesn't turn around and say, hey guys, um, some shit just happened. Yeah. Oh, you swore. No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. it out yeah. like 21 minutes. Um, <laughs> everyone's always like, I can't not swear. And I'm yeah. like, you'll do it, you'll do it. You'll be fine, you'll be fine. The whole time we're doing this, I'm categorically thinking to myself, okay, don't swear, don't swear. But so she comes back and she doesn't, she was like, oh, there's something in the woods or whatever she says. And I'm, if that was me, I'd be like, guys, I was just outside. 
And <laughs> I think I need to see a gynecologist because there's a whole lot of splinters in places where there shouldn't be a whole lot of splinters. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then everyone would be like, please, elaborate. Do you know what I mean? And you would have this open discussion, this open dialogue. But it was the 80s and women were oppressed. <laughs> she literally is just like, well... You're crazy old broad. <laughs> Get in the house. Don't make a scene. Just go into the bathroom and cry. Don't make a scene. Do you know what I mean? She's just like suppressed by her 50s boomer mother. Just cry alone. In the- if you see lipstick on your husband's collar, don't question it. Just don't make a scene. If you get touched by a tree, like it's just so weird that there's no dialogue about it. And then again, when I was watching the remake, no dialogue about it. She gets touched up by a tree. She comes back and then she literally says to her brother, oh, there's some stuff in the woods. I was like, yo, a tree went inside your vagina. I can say vagina. Talk about that. That is something that, that probably we, should be addressed of all we things. Sh- <laughs> I would address it a million times over. If you and I were in the cabin and you were like, yo, this thing just happened to me the tree. I'd be like, yo, what happened? Let's talk about it. Let's see a gynecologist. Do, would you, do you need me to check As we did purposely <laughs> venture out without pants. Like, yeah, oh no, oh where God. was this tree? <laughs> oh the, no. The tree is just like trying to do the push it to the side scenario and he's like getting all stuck and she's like oh uh, sorry i'll let you help you let me help you do you know what i mean it's just like ew a really awkward moment she's wearing crotchless panties and he's like i'm in um door was wide open other tree guys and they're all like high-fiving with their like branches or something gross frat bro tree fraternity so the evil dead is just about tree fraternities yeah essentially um then we go on to number two i'm sure actually Let's do question one. Uh, rank your favourite. Because oh. I know you're just going to... No, because I know you're going to say number one. Take number one away. Rank your favourite. you got Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, 2012 remake. Don't include TV series, but just do those. Out of those three, what would be your favourite? Because everyone says number one, because number one is the best. You know, that is it. I would do Army of Darkness number one, hands down. Ah. I do love Army of Darkness. (laughs) He's just a complete treasure. Bruce Campbell is my idol and he is my absolute hero of all time. It is a good one. And then I would do the sequel. Then I'd do the, heaven forbid. 2012. The 2012. Makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. You got real ugly, babe. (laughs) Whatever he says in number three. Yeah, we're talking about Army Army of Darkness, I think. was. I remember watching Army of Darkness way, way later on and and just being like, what is this? Am I watching the same film? It just gave me like Golden Axe on the Sega Mega Drive vibes. Um, But it's there's something about Army of Darkness that has this categorical charm. I was watching it. um, Everyone I've watched it with, these are people who aren't horror fans, have even gone, what's this movie, man? This looks kind of fun, man. This is kind of goofy, man. And they all like simp for it. They all love it because Army of Darkness is like so accessible to everyone. I think Army of Darkness is when they was like, number one, Bruce Campbell's all serious. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to be an actor. I get it. I get it. Number two is definitely the, what, you know, the character set up where they're like, we're going to make you this guy. You're going to lose your hand. We're going to have jokes. And number three, they were just like, how far can we push this? Yeah. I think to really appreciate Army of Darkness, you have to just love Bruce Campbell as a person anyway. If you don't, if you're not rooting for him, there's just, it's going to sink. But he is, well, he'll always be my number one hero. He is my babe. I don't even know what it is about. I've read everything he's written. I've seen everything. Yes. Frantically Googling (laughs) this. What are you on about? Yeah. He's got, I think I own four of them. Bruce. Yeah, I've seen everything he's done. Everything from My Name is Bruce to Bubba Hotep. I didn't like Bubba Hotep. And my friend lent it to me. I was like, you really love this movie. And I was just like, eh. Oh, okay. So Bruce Campbell wrote a book called The Cool Side of My Pillow. 
And make love the Bruce Campbell way. Literally was the next, yeah. next one I was going to read. Uh, if Chins Could Kill yeah, if by could Bruce kill. Campbell. I love him. I got them all if you'd like to borrow them. If you would like to... Hail to the chin for the confessions <laughs> of Bruce Campbell. What the hell? Him and himself is just a cult. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Why I love is he him. writing books about his chin? He has, have you not seen the chin? I've seen the, the chin, chin, but like... It's, it's worthy of all literature, the chin. Do I want to make love the Bruce Campbell way? I think you do. I'm kind of doing all right by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars on TripAdvisor. <laughs> oh, that's my new business idea. You rate people how good they are at sleeping with you on TripAdvisor. But oh it's, my God. You, it's not called a TripAdvisor. I'd have to come up with a good business name. Not copyrighted right now. I'm sure I'm going to... Even if I did have one, I wouldn't say it on here because someone's got to steal it. But um, yeah, TripAdvisor ratings for people's sexual performances. I could get on board with that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Because like, yeah. if you've ever been with someone and you hang out and you're like, ooh, boosh, and you just do, I, I'm, I just can't with the books. It's so much. <laughs> the Bruce Campbell books, the front covers, everyone, audio listeners, please go and Google just the front covers alone. It's a lot of chin action. But like, you've ever been out with someone and everything's going well and you, you pop off like with your like conversation, you pop off like with, you know, mental connections and then you go and the physical side is flop flop and then and you just go i can't get down with this this is awful like do you know what i mean and it just ruins the whole illusion and then you've kind of like i mean i stay friends with all my exes you know which is you know but that obviously takes effort for some people so like you could have then if you know that they're going to be a flop you could just become friends and have a valued friend and we were talking about before we start the podcast how hard it is to make friends in your 30s like yeah. you know what i mean so <laughs> you would then value the friend i mean as i said i'm not too bad i make friends with my exes i make friends i'm very fine with it but some people really struggle really struggle with that so if you could have an app which is like so they kiss like this you know this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and you could be like oh, okay cool do you know what i mean is that gonna match my rating you know and then boom you've got it that's my business idea no one come for it don't steal my brand i'm gonna come up with a really good name i genuinely think that would be a thing yeah i can see it going yeah. that way easily easily without and doubt. you could put like your stds on it Oh like God. your certificates for oh, oh yes <laughs> if you have them <laughs> like ranking what ones you have like, you oh. have to name it where were we anyway <laughs> my business plan I think it, I genuinely think that would be a good idea yeah I think so and at least you'd know behaviours if anything did go wrong or horribly wrong or uncomfortable yeah maybe golden shower you mm. you have an idea to get some plastic sheets um I would say that number three is my favourite also <laughs> I just, yeah, when I read like, number three, I was just to say in my head, is my favourite after I watched it, but I never rewatched it many times. And then I rewatched it again recently, obviously, for the podcast, and I was like, ah, now I remember why this is so good. Why is he in a shopping mall in the beginning? Why does he get transported back in time? Why does my ADHD mean I can't remember the plots of films, even though I'm a film critic? Like, literally, I'm like, I watch things, and I go, ha, 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 and then my brain's like, hey, do you want to think about other things? I'm like, go on then. It's like, da, 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 and I'm like, those are brilliant but we were meant to be doing I think this. that film does it for you there's, there's so many tangents there's no yeah. room to think of anything else the skeletons <laughs> yeah the weird stop oh that's another thing so that movie came out in the 90s don't mind me just googling what movies came out in 1992 it was 1992 wasn't it yeah for the third one yeah yeah okay movies released in 1992 with CGI okay so what we got? 1902. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any? <laughs> just Charlie Chaplin. Just Charlie like, bah, 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 bah. Then he flies into space. Um, 
Okay, Death Becomes Her. There's a oh, really I good love e- Death Becomes okay, Her. Okay, so this is a good example of what I'm talking about. Lawnmower Man. Oh, I love Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Have you not seen Lawnmower Man? Should I? Yes. And you to call yourself a film critic. <laughs> What's Lawnmower Man about? so good. What's it about? I won't ruin it for you. Oh, That'll okay. be your next... Let's do that the next podcast. All right, so <laughs> Army of Darkness is here. Alongside Space Jam. Right. Oh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Alien 3... And where did we just say Death Becomes Her? Death right, becomes so y'all remembering how the skeletons look in Army <laughs> of Darkness? I know. And I think they're just so like, they look like the like 1960s Godzilla movies yeah. and the T-Rex movies and it, where you would have all that, like, you know, the, the attack of the 60-foot woman and stuff like that, which I, you know, fantastic creature from the Black Lagoon and things. Uh, it's made in 1992 where even if they didn't have the budget... Because some of those films aren't big budgets. Lawnmower Man, what was that? Like a million dollars. Just Google Lawnmower now, Man now. Um, you know, they still, even if they didn't have the budget, they were still creating a relatively uh, competent amount of, se- like, you know, the Lawnmower Man film series. Right, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. The CGI is terrible. Let me get on with this now. A Lawnmower Man is 1992 science fiction horror film. Who is in this? What happens? I want to know. As a man obsessed experiment and an effort to give him greater intelligence gives him superhuman abilities to enhance his aggression turning him into a man obsessed with evolving into a digital being me no just me <laughs> trying to eat skulls i'm like am i gonna get smarter now stephen king suit then i did a stephen king um podcast we didn't know about this anyway so the cgi is rubbish and i don't understand why they didn't get a bigger budget was the budget good for that movie as well like why did they have a low budget because by that point people were like popping off on army of darkness weren't they just, just talk about Army of Darkness for a minute. While um, <laughs> Army of Darkness. I think they try to keep budget. it in the same realm. I think of they got Sam Raimi was never one for showboating. I don't think like he'd never be the one to throw money at things. He liked doing things. Yes. This is the thing. This is what I think. I think they kept it. Um, eleven million US dollars is the budget. I don't believe that for a minute. That movie didn't cost eleven million dollars to make, did it? Bruce Campbell's chest just appeared on my phone and it was just like so triumphantly huge and like not really. It grow. Oh, here we go. It grossed 21.5 million total over the original 11. Okay, so that movie had a budget of $11 million. That does not look like they spent $11 million no, on it. they definitely were partying with that. Which means, and I kind of, just the Bruce Campbell books came back as I said back, uh, which means, and I kind of like the fact that they've kept a theme, and the theme is that like student, like CG, uh, not plasticine, <laughs> stop animation thing. Yeah. And I think that they've realized, and that's good marketing because then they realize the charm of Evil Dead. They realize why people are watching Evil Dead. They realize what people are drawn to, and we are all drawn to. And this is the thing, and I was kind of having this like thought pattern earlier today when I was thinking about the podcast because, yeah, I pre plan. I think people listen to my episodes and they must think, what is this woman going on about? She doesn't know what she's doing. I think about things, audio listeners, sometimes my ADHD is just like, <laughs> we think about a lot of things. And I'm like, I know. Uh, and I was thinking that, no, I've forgotten. Oh, I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying something and it was going to be a really good point. And now it's completely gone. Bruce Campbell, chest, books. Where were we? Budget. budget a million dollars <laughs> 11 million dollars 21.5 million dollars over grossing target partying with bruce campbell i have adhd we have eight well you have adhd oh that was it that was it i got it i got it i got it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right so even people who proper simp for it i've done it i'm back even back. people <laughs> boom i'm back baby listen to my jewels i'm wearing massive rings like i'm the mayor of my own town right 
So even people who simp hard for horror, have you noticed, never immensely simp hard for something that didn't happen after 1996, because Scream, people like simp for Scream, right? Everyone is obsessed with the 80s franchises. And now, I don't meet people ever who are as obsessed with Saw as they are when I meet people who are as obsessed with Halloween, or Friday the 13th, or The Evil Dead. And I sit there and I go, why, why is that? Saw is rubbish, I don't like Saw, that's my personal opinion. But you've got Hostel if you want it go nuts you know you've got like uh how uh you know uh, how hill uh hill house llc you just you know you've got numerous like frank blair witch that happens from what 1998 i think do you know what i mean you've got numerous ones that came out that franchised out some were rubbish oh what is it wrong turn there's wrong three turn. of them yeah. those movies are brilliant there's so many where you have like maximize and saw saw is up there with the same amount of movies as halloween but people don't seem to simp for them as much as they simp for these 80s ones and i wondered why i was like why are we so obsessed with these 80s horror franchises i don't meet any horror fan who doesn't go i like friend of the 13th i never meet someone whose initial first words to me are like oh yeah hell house llc pops off that's me i love that movie i love all those movies but like you know i never meet someone who goes yeah wrong turn that franchise that got me that's the thing i love even young horror fans now they'll like just literally always focus on those key players and i'm like what are we obsessed with are we obsessed with nostalgia are we obsessed with the campiness of it like what is it about those 80s horrors that we are obsessed with and evil dead and i think one of the reasons why it's become such a cult phenomenon is because it is everything that that is yeah as like an automaton like as a thing the 80s like campness is a hundred percent all evil dead is is it a comedy what do you think? First one, no. Third really? one. Oh, it's hot. Second s- one is a comedy. He shot one, his yeah. hand through the wall and the hand second flips him off. I don't, yeah, the first one, definitely not. The second and third, I'd say they were. Bl- is it black comedies? Yeah, like, black comedy is a horror comedy. What's really funny is the producer, <laughs> I was not producer, sorry, there was critics who went to see it and people who had invested money, investors and stuff like that and they went to the uh, showings, the preview showings of uh, Evil Dead and they went, yo, we told you to make a horror movie, not a comedy. And that was for number one. And you just imagine him going to number two and being like, what is this? It's like when she's dancing around with no head and number two. <laughs> just like, girl, I was like, what? Stop girl, this. Stop this. And their heads this. Yeah. Things I regularly Google is where to buy that magnifying glass necklace. Oh, I've li- I'm on Etsy like every other day trying to Do you find never, it. I've never found no, it. I never, no, found, I never it. found it. Oh my God. I've tried to look for it yeah. so many times. Why is it a thing? I think people make them on Etsy and then they sell really quickly. Yeah. I found one that looked similar, but it was like for 500 quid on Etsy. Jog on. I'd spend that on my skull and my teeth and stuff, but not on... T- it's just a magnifying glass yeah, on a silver I chain. really want one too. It's, I've always wanted it one. It's yeah. nothing. Do you know what I mean? Do you, wait, are you trying to say you don't want the wooden one in the remake in 2012? <laughs> I sorry, yes. Like, when was I watching that movie? Like, literally two days ago. And I was like, that looks like trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just hate that. I hate them. You couldn't even get that I can't even... I literally right. put it on. And I think I watched... I think I would hold my hands up. I've only ever watched it once and... This time round, I got about 45 minutes and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it to Ruth. I can't do it, man. It's I great. felt like I was cheating, like I'm a dirty cheater. <laughs> did he have anything to do with it? He had a cameo. Um, they did. He had inputs and things like that, but I think it was more like, yeah, it was embarrassing, man. Hey. I hope he doesn't hear me say this, but Brucey boy. Bruce, I think, Bruce, Bruce. I think the easiest thing is to just pop off now about how much we hate this movie. So it's 2012. Yeah. I think I went to see it in the cinema. Did yeah, I, I went to see it in the cinema. and I, I can't remember. 
No, I didn't. I went to see the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street in the cinema, oh, which no. everyone hates, but I quite like. Um, I do like it. Great. <laughs> it's got Kyle thingy in it, the actor who I really, really love, and he was in it, and I was just like, I love you. And he was in Scream 5 for like five minutes, and I literally only went to see Scream 5 because he was in it, and I was like, why have I wasted my time? Yeah. That's not the point. I remember, yeah, I didn't see it in cinema. I saw it on DVD, and I remember just being like, what is happening? The setup is fine okay no because i didn't like the setup the whole opening scene with the him having to shoot his daughter because she's possessed yeah so that all your listeners if you've not seen the remake well done yeah uh, don't do it don't, don't do, do it, it. <laughs> they preface the whole story by giving the cabin a backstory obviously so the cabin becomes a character within itself there's a girl she's been possessed by the woods they tie her to a pole the dad comes down they set her on fire the village are all like you gotta shoot her in the head and he's like okay then and like they just shoot her there in was the like head. no hesitation there yeah, at all either like, like okay like, boom uh, cheers dad hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Nice to know. Cheers. <laughs> the old screenwriter. I've been waiting all my yeah, life to do this. To shoot her. The screenwriter from the 80s comes back and goes, maybe someone should get touched by a tree. And they're like, no, she's getting shot. Or up against a tree. Like, anyway, but like, yeah, they shoot her up against a log. You know, I'm sure that screenwriter was really happy about that. Uh, and then, so obviously that's why the cabin is, you know, evil. They, there's the remains of the witchcraft in there. I'm air quoting everyone. I just forget sometimes I'm not on camera. I, I'm air quoting. And um, so obviously then... It's the same, it's like, yeah, what is it? Three girls, three boys, the same setup, the same usual trope. So we've got the blonde girl who barely does anything. you got the hunky dude who's the brother. Yep. Is there a black guy? No. Then no. Got, come on. I know. I there just... is, no. I was about to say there is no multiculturalism in that film. The young lady is black. Ah, uh, yes. White blonde girl. Yes. Black girl. No, time out, time I don't want to look at the screen when it's on. I'm like, no. <laughs> just everyone's ignoring the lack of multiculturalism. <laughs> Main drug addict girl. And then you've got the nerdy guy, the jockey guy, and then the brother. It is the typical yep. setup of teens. Like, it's Tucker and Dale versus Evil laughable setup of teens. I literally love that movie, too. Oh, God, I love that movie. <laughs> love that movie. They've been <laughs> killing themselves on our plane. <laughs> everyone's like, can she only do one accent and it's Southern? And I'm like, yeah. Valkyrie, would you stop? Sit down. She pushes her little paws in between the gaps in the pillow. Look at her go. Look at her doing it. And then that's why she hits the... We're all just... No one else can see this. And we're like... Aww. Let's take a million pictures of my... I met a dog. <laughs> not about the movie at all. I met a dog yesterday that literally was her. Like, it was the spitting image. Like, the right. owners... Yeah, and then my friend turned up and he was like... 
I, I just thought you brought Val. I was like, that's not my dog. And I was like, and the people were like, when was your dog born? Is your dog a brother or a sister of my dog? There's 10 of them, you know? And I was like, uh, she's there and your dog's it. But yeah, my pal thought the other dog was her. No way. And I was like, well, for one, this dog has balls. Oh my so. God, they're multiplying. Apparently, and then the dude was like, oh, you get blue, blue Frenchies because they breed them with staffies. And I'm like, oh, that's probably why she's so aggressive for everything. <laughs> she looks nice, but she's hella aggressive. Uh, she's like, ah, nah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> she just humps a child or something terrible in the future. But, um, so yeah, where were we? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so the sister is a drug addict and then the brother and her pals and the, uh, I always feel like we're not PC enough when we say black. African-American young lady is a nurse and they go to the, uh, I really paid attention. Oh, they, is it, is it people of color now? I always forget. <sighs> What yeah, is it? I can't do anything for No. We literally are like, I think we have not, human <laughs> skull next to me. <laughs> and we were talking about the fact that we've both got true crime like tattoos, but we're like, how can we appropriately say <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to... People of colour. We don't want to offend anyone. Uh, well, it's an American film. She's African-American. Uh, people of colour. So the, the lady of colour... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> the lady of colour, who I... You know, you know, she's in the movie... She's the nurse, so they're there to help the girl detox. Off heroin, I assume. I th- yeah, it was never mentioned, I don't think. There it was just... a slight tan to the powder she poured down a well, and oh. I was like, I know heroin, that's heroin. <laughs> that's heroin. <laughs> oh, that's the big H, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, if we get to episode four after this, then... <laughs> oh. Yeah, all right, fine. I know what heroin looks like, so shoot me. Whatever. I've got human skull and everything now. Just start doing like witchcraft and just oh, this house becomes the evil dead house. Sickly. I'd love it. It would be so it good. It was so good, so good. The trees. There the are a lot of trees around us right there now. There are a lot um, of trees. Anyway, yeah. So they're doing the, the rehab. She goes out into the woods. She gets molested by the trees in an unsatisfying way. <laughs> I it just didn't cut it, man. It, it did doesn't. not cut it. No. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't understand. Maybe you understand. Sorry, audio listeners. I keep leaning back, but I need lumbar support. Uh, <laughs> she keeps seeing visions of herself in the forest. And I don't get what that's about. Because if it was visions of the girl that they set on fire, I would get it. Because you'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. But why is she seeing visions of herself with no provocation about that in the movie? I didn't know if that was like a, in reference to like, you know, when the camera's zooming through in Evil Dead 1. Like, it's mm. like the, whatever, the, the presence of whatever it is is hunting I didn't know if that was as as a like a a gesture to that, but yeah, I didn't get that either. I don't I get I don't, why there's that girl there all the time. I yeah, don't I don't. Yeah, that's one of the things I didn't understand about what. Why would you put it in when there's no yeah. details, no end story? Because when she gets humped by the tree, she sees herself. Yeah. And then in the original, when she gets humped by a tree, we just get that really painful shot, the thudding of an oak, inserted between. The <laughs> Unless it was just like maybe they thought she was a drug, a drug addict but then she actually wasn't and these visions were real or she was taking the drugs to Suppress. take away the vision. Because she had a mighty big bag of heroin. That was a big old bag When, of I, when she tipped that down the well I was like, that was a bit of money. Because <laughs> like, oh. he's like flogged it fast. Right? 2003 me would have been shook. That's <laughs> 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 my wasted terrible youth. Um, I'm fine now, everyone. As we all know, if you've listened to the podcast, I'm super teetotal. I don't even drink. I've been, I'm so clean, it's ungodly. Jesus is in me. I drank holy water. Oh, I didn't tell... I baptised my dog. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so we found on YouTube that you can... There's a priest, uh, videos of priests blessing water. So I just put a little cup of water in front of it and drank it. 
I'm full of Jesus. Oh my God, I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> let me out of here, man. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of trees outside, little lady. Uh, yeah, and then my neighbour brought her dog round and I was like, I want to baptise the dogs. And I just put them in the bath and I baptised them. Then I told her, I was like, look, I baptised your dog while you were gone. She went, oh, all right then. And I was like, you've been around me too long because this doesn't freak you out. But um, yeah, so you, if anyone wants to baptise anything, you don't have to go to church school, which I assume is a thing. Who knows? You just watch YouTube and I just got a bunch of water blessed. I drank Jesus, essentially. I feel no different. Um, I've committed several sins since then. Nice. Um, so essentially, <laughs> in my own physicality slash YouTube, I'm debunking um, Christianity. I am the people from Mythbusters. But it's me. Um, anyway, uh, so after the tree humping and the, yeah, the drugs and the heroin and the me debunking Christianity via YouTube. Yeah, so then they go in. She's obviously possessed. We're now into the standard setup. You know what I mean? One thing I give this movie is it looks good. It looks good. It does look good. The cabin is the same. Obviously, because the original cabin's burnt down, they recreated it really well. There is an homage to it where they go to the door and the door is off the latch and they're like, oh, it looks like someone broke in, which is a reference to the first film where they had to break into the cabin. There is a shot in it where she's sitting on the cream LeBaron car or whatever it is that they drive in the first one. They've done some cool little nods. Oh, dying guys everyone every every podcast i somehow suffer from some kind of gastric distress <laughs> um, like and everyone's just like have a gaviscon i'm like i haven't eaten uh but yes yeah, so there's all these throws the, the film is very visually good the makeup is stunning it's got the guy in it that's in the green day jesus suburban video like everyone like i oh god i said that to my i was when i was watching it i, I turned to the person i was watching it with and i was like Hey, he's the uh, actor from Jesus of Suburbia. And he was like, I love that song. And I'm like, oh, should we not talk about how he looks nothing like he does in that music video? <laughs> like, no one ever believes me. I cannot remember the actor's name. He's been in several things. Uh, it's the nerdy one with the glasses. Yeah. You know, the one who gets proper shanked up and survives. That's the kid from Jesus of Suburbia. He looked better in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but doesn't he look nothing does, like no, that? No, that's crazy. No one ever... No. Someone, I'm not going to Google anything else today because I've Googled too much, but that actor is the same one from The Guy From Evil Dead. And he was also in Chum Scrubber, which is a great film if no one's seen Chum Scrubber. Do go watch Chum Scrubber. It's brilliant. It's very underrated. A man starts to believe he's a dolphin. That's enough. Um, people kill themselves. as drug addiction. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but he's in that. And everyone, I'm like, it's the kid from Jesus of Suburbia. I don't even like Green Day. But then everyone's just like, eh. And I'm like, oh, come on. Someone be interested in that. Anyway, his character, he's like the nerdy dude. When I was rewatching it, I was like, I hate this movie, but he gets, I'm trying to remember now, he gets shrapnel in him, he gets stabbed with glass, he gets his fingers lopped off with a crowbar, he gets whomped in the head by a crowbar, he, what else happens to him? He gets shot numerous times with a nail gun, he takes another head injury, and then at the end, he's still semi there to help knock someone out to help the brother dude and i was like how are you still alive and then i like when he actually dies um he dies in his friend's arms and they're in like a flooded basement and his friend just like pushes him away in the water and i was like oh yeah yeah this guy has yeah, I remember been, that bit. Oh, that guy has been through so much. He's <laughs> crawled himself up to help and defend his friend's honor. He dies at the last minute. And his friend, like, as soon as he dies, his friend's literally like, get off me. <laughs> and just pushes him away in the water. I was like, come on. You're just leaving him in this, like, brown, disgusting sewage water. And you just literally, like, 
pushing him away with your foot like get away from me ew a dead body and i'm like oh it's so unclimat it's just so depressing oh yeah you get shanked by the girl in the bathroom with like uh, a bit of mirrored glasses that poor guy goes through everything the movie though visually on all of those aesthetics is, is fantastic and i mean even if you hate it you have to admit that that is good but let's talk about i'm gonna say why i hate it and then obviously you do chime in and tell we hate it way too much gore yeah it's, like, it's it. yeah it's, it's i know evil dad you know the, well the last scenes when it's all just like pulsifying and just fit, mm. it's super gross but i mean that took effort and time and i can't and even I imagine even that gory it's no like, I, was, uh, I remember my face is being like uh, yeah yeah just gunky gross yeah, it's horrible great. stuff but yeah this they thought if we just throw a bucket of blood at it yeah it doesn't work yeah. for me everyone is literally losing limbs yeah there are so many limbs scattered around like more uh, so they probably even own so yeah yeah, I mean, it's, yeah it's sadie's it's, house yeah, you know? <laughs> it's my house it's just, just limbs galore one girl cuts her own <laughs> hand off then gets her other arm cut off and then they cut the legs off the witch woman who comes out the basement and the other guy as we said gets his hand like semi-severed in half by a crowbar I'm sure someone loses an eye or something. I don't know. It's just everywhere. There's just limbs everywhere in this house. Uh, the thing is, as well, when I was watching it as recently, um, the pacing is really odd. Like, literally, I remember watching it. I was getting about, maybe I felt like I was about quarter to halfway through. And I thought, oh, my God, nearly everyone is dead. And I was like, oh, God, this is really weird. Because that finale is so drawn out and long. Yeah. Okay, number one as well. Who is the woman? Who is the woman that they fight at the end? All your listeners, we'll just I'll quickly just preface what happens at the end. The girl who's the drug addict, who's super possessed, they like unpossess her by burying her alive. Fine. Uh, and then he brings her back to life with a car battery. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Which is just skimming. It's ridiculous. But then what happens is she fights like the boss. Well, I assumed it was. Um, Who is that woman? I assumed it was thingy from the first one that was locked in the basement his girlfriend i wish people i loved locked me in basements <laughs> yeah i know when obviously when they just chucked her down there didn't they yeah, 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 uh, or yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the archaeological the uh, the archaeologist i can't even say that word like things of the past things of the past <laughs> person archaeologist's wife because he was oh, he's yeah. there he's there the wife's there. Yeah, and then he dies. Then they listen to the tapes. Then she's like, in it. starts it all. I that's it's either one of the two, but I couldn't make out which uh, one. That made more sense. The wife was not as thin and hot as she was. <laughs> she might have done like slim fast while she was down there. I don't know where, but but yeah. And she then, just comes out looking banging like she's boom. Like, Woo! Hot girl summer. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Hot girl summer. I got a Prada bag and some twigs. I'm ready to go out. Um, ew. I would probably sleep with it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your weird witch powers. Um, if if someone ever gave me witch powers, it would be over for men yeah it would same. be over for men like it would be a nightmare for them like i would just admit <laughs> to this i admit way too much stuff sometimes in podcasts i'm coming for your gender is what i'm saying in a sensually evil way where i'm gonna be like i'm gonna make you love me and then that's gonna kill you yeah boom hot girl wish summer <laughs> ew that's what i'm doing and i i have I have Chanel because I don't like Prada. Whatever. <laughs> I so do like Chanel over Prada any day. Chanel. Oh Chanel, yeah, Chanel yeah. pops off. Chanel yeah, pops off. Chanel, Prada definitely. is like Prada's for peasants. 
Prada's for peasants. My juicy couture bag's like 500 pounds. It's quaking because Prada is way more than that. I just don't like Prada. I, yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm not going to say it. I have a lot of Chanel. No. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. Rich men did. Um, and then they died. No. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I bring you their skulls. Yeah. Oh. Skull tap. Skull um, tap. Just every podcast now has the fragments of a woman we don't know in this episode. What if she's going to give us Hot Girl Witch Summer? Let's hope so. I, I do have like, the rest of her somewhere at home. I could try and bring bits of her in. Oh, <laughs> just... you could get, yeah, your fragments and then... We could mix all fragments. My brain just went, if I put that in my vagina, <laughs> am I going to get upset? <laughs> Let's make a tea from the bones. <laughs> it just evil did it was like well if i that in me do i get evil and then i'm like rachel evil dead's a film stop <laughs> thinking these things <laughs> my adhd is like no 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 let's think about that for about two minutes i'm gonna think about something else um where were we yeah the, 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 the finale is the worst part of the movie and the two things that get me one no there's three things she has a chainsaw. Oh, there's four things. God, there's four things. There's a scene, right? She picks up the chainsaw as an homage to Bruce Campbell. I yep. get it. But there's a scene. Remember in Scary Movie? Do you remember that movie? Where oh there's God, yeah. Carmen Electra's at the beginning with the, yes. s- the scream spoof. And she has to pick up the gun, the knife, or the banana. <laughs> right. And there's a moment in Evil Dead Remake where she looks at the chainsaw or the machete. Now, at this point, the evil witch woman that we don't know who she is, we're just going to call her witch lady, is maybe like four meters away from her. She doesn't know how to start the chainsaw. She At that point, she doesn't even have petrol in it. But she still picks the chainsaw over the machete. Stop it. <laughs> That's the scene where she picks up the banana in Scary Movie. Yeah. I was so angry. Then she's trying to fill it up. Then she loses the can, like the cap, the fuel cap. Anyway, so then she has to crawl into a crawl space. You could have picked up the machete by now and shanked her in the face. Yeah. Done. <sighs> that made me angry. Number two, she hides under the car with the chainsaw. She lops the legs off of Basement Witch Lady. Then instead of finishing the job by shanking her in the head because she falls head towards her so she can see her head and she's got the chainsaw. She could have just shoved that chainsaw in her head. She rolls away. Basement witch lady has had a bit of protein powder because she flips an entire Jeep Wrangler, which is such a great car, on top of her (laughs) ham. Her little hammy hand hand gets stuck underneath, right? So then you're like, Jesus Christ, now we have to deal with this. She doesn't logically use the chainsaw to cut her hand off. She spends a period of time pulling the bones and the tendons and the ligaments away in what could have been one of the most painful things ever. Like, literally, it was just an excuse for them to show gore. And the chainsaw, cut your hand off! Anyway, then the final bit is when she does kill her and the unnecessary level of blood. Yeah. It reminded me of the cabin in the woods with the lifts open, the elevator yep. scene of ding, and then just pure, oh. What was going on? Have I done something? I can't hear myself. What is happening? Oh, no. I'm, no, I'm back now. Oh, can you hear yourself? That's strange, yeah. Um, I mean, technology is a living nightmare. <laughs> I thought I broke it, that's why. No, it's just, I mean, we do band rehearsal in these... They get flipped around. Nice. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Technology is a literal nightmare. I mean, this is the point. I mean, doesn't she... We could put that in because she literally uses the chainsaw, which is technology, where she could have just used the goddamn shedding. Or just, like, called herself an Uber and got the hell out of there. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, But the bridge was out. Oh, yeah, the the bridge. bridge, The bridge. bridge. (laughs) So, also, which then makes me think, is the cabin on a peninsula? One way on, one way off. 
Is it like, is it an island? What's going on? Is it some kind of weird peninsula? What is happening? Why Minister. can't they exit in other ways? Well, the first one, they, they stopped the car from working anyway before the bridge was out. So I don't yes. think they'd let you leave anyway. So I think the bridge being out is just the, the bridge is out kind of moment instead. I'm going to make a fake TripAdvisor where I put the cabin from Evil Dead on it and then I just hope people will leave reviews because people will see it. Like, weird people like us will be like, oh. I will go straight on there and give it five stars. Oh, it was weird stuff in the basement. <laughs> Towels weren't clean. Um, <laughs> would come back again, but I can't leave. Like, I really want to do that. Like, I have this thing where I used to, like, check in on Facebook. Like, I used to get, you know, when you do the check-ins and I would be, like, on a bricklaying course and I'd check in at the Wall of China. And, like, it would be, like, people were, like, what? I'd be, like, studying trigonometry, uh, trigonometry and I'd check in at the pyramids. I feel like I need to... I don't like the internet. I hate the internet. I think it's so stupid. It's so boring. It has its uses, but I, no, I hate social media. But if I can do, if I control on social media, which I regularly do, then it's fun. So I'm going to set up, I think I genuinely need to waste my time and set up TripAdvisor reviews for places like uh, the Halloween house, Camp, Crystal Lake, the Evil Dead cabin. If you owned the Evil Dead cabin, would you renovate it or would you live in it like it is? I would live in it as is. It's so gross. I know, but I love gross and dingy and dark and minging and horrible. I, would, I love it. I would live in the cabin from Friday the 13th Part 1 when they're playing Strip Ooh. Monopoly in it because it's not that bad. Like, if I had to reside myself to Horror Cabin, Cabin in the Woods has got the nicest cabin, but I'm like, it's too bougie. So I would go for that 80s charm of the Friday the 13th Cabin. Can I have... The, like the moose had but is it possessed all the time or just some of the time it's like one of those salmons that people used to have in the 90s <laughs> you just press the you button and it sings and it's got like that I would like a option. friend up there and I think he'd be a really good guy to you hang out you can take um, a person of colour and um, a blonde girl and a jock those oh are god the you no I'll take. just stick with the possessed moose <laughs> not a jock not a jock <laughs> I don't know they, they might keep their hat on when they're they're having sex with you and then you could leave a review on my new app that I'm making. It wouldn't take hat off style. What's underneath the hat? Um I was on an escape room with someone with alopecia and they kept a hat on. I just well, I did think to myself, Do you keep that on all the time? Question mark. I don't know. Like you know when you're like not paying attention even in an escape room? Me and I just kept thinking about does that hat ever like, come off? What's like, with the hat? Yeah, what's with the hat? <laughs> what's with the hat? And the lack of eyebrows. <laughs> He did say I could draw him on some eyebrows. Oh, nice. He had said he'd done it before and he said it looked terrible. Oh, so I yeah. Like, I was like, but you done it. No shade to him. But I, like, you know, he's not a makeup wearing dude. Like, if I do it, it will look even worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make them huge. Just like, woo, like RuPaul Drag Race when yeah. they're really high up the forehead. Oh, my God. And he's got alopecia, so they would, he'd have loads of forehead space. Shout out to the alopecia listeners. Um, apparently he developed it like later in life yeah. I thought that you were born with alopecia am I being really stupid no it can be stress induced or yes, food yeah yeah a lot of my friends have alopecia now yeah what with living in this day and age you just lose your hair like I okay mean, more things to stress about more things to stress about like I, yeah. I genuinely you know I don't think that any question is a stupid question I genuinely didn't know that I grilled him I was like what I thought you were I genuinely as naive as that sounds didn't think that I thought alopecia mm. was like a hereditary or you're born with it I didn't know you could it could just occur like pneumonia or something. Well, let's worry about that forever. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's crazy. Um, where were we? Escape room, alopecia, hats, jocks, holiday. Right. So you go to the Evil Dead cabin. Here's my question. 
you're there with your pals. Which of your pals do you think you could fight and kill in demon form the easiest? Take him down. Ooh. I know mine, if you're listening, Jake. <laughs> My friend Jake listens to these. I could take you down. <laughs> and do you know how I'm taking Jake down? Because I love you, I love you Jake, but you are the shape of an egg. Um, and I <laughs> Is this the guy that gets tagged and everything on Facebook? That, Jake through like, time? Yeah, Jake through time. I love Jake oh, through right. time. I literally live for Jake through time. So I have a friend, audio <laughs> listeners. He's very particularly shaped. Um, if Humpty Dumpty was a human, it's Jake. Uh, Jake is one of my closest friends I love it and he gets my humour and he takes it with such good grace but it seems to me wherever I go I see like Jake through time or Jake through history like <laughs> Henry, so Henry VIII's pictures or just you know like pictures of like eggs and stuff so I tag him in these pictures um, I would basically just push Jake down and then roll him away do you know what I mean like that's it Jake is the most circular human I've ever seen like I, I mean as in like he is an egg <laughs> so horrible. but it's true and he admits it himself Jake if you drew if uh, we've all seen like Humpty Dumpty because you can't even say Mr. Potato Head because Mr. Potato Head doesn't have long legs Jake's got actual legs like actual human legs but his body area is just like an orange <laughs> So it's literally just the. It's just all you gotta do is disarm the legs. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe I'm chopping. Maybe I'm using the machete. Maybe I'm using the chainsaw. Who knows where I'm going? What avenue I'm choosing? And then once you're just legless, he's just a ball. You just roll <laughs> him away. Roll him gone. away. Plus, Jake really likes food. And if you listen to the last episode, audio listeners, you will remember the throwback. He's the friend I have who eats cold beans out of the can. So oh, I'm just, gross. Super gross. I'm aware that he's eaten cold ravioli out of the can. If oh you're my listening, God. Jake, and you, I know you've done that. <laughs> We've lived together. We know all your secrets. We've lived together. <laughs> oh my god, that's so I, d- gross. I genuinely don't think it's a secret. He tells people he does it. No, so gross. If, it, if it was a secret, I wouldn't say it. I would have some. <laughs> my friend's an egg, but I respect his boundaries. <laughs> no, I genuinely love Jake so much. He's literally one of the funniest people I know. I want him on a podcast, but he doesn't like horror. Ow! I hit myself in the face. <laughs> Jake. Um, <laughs> no, I do love, like, he's literally the, one of the funniest people I know, but he doesn't ever watch any horror. He knows a lot, like, he knows a fair amount about movies, but there's nothing he and I could talk about. Oh, that's annoying. It's really annoying because yeah. he's so good and he's so charismatic. He's done a lot of my YouTube shows. And it's just, it's such a shame that, like, I just make him, I'm just going to force him by gunpoint to watch some horror so we can, he can do a podcast with me. And I can, like, and then the gift, the food gift, is a can of beans. Yeah. Done. Done. Jake. Jake, if you're listening, and I know you are, please go and watch some movies. Just pick whatever you want. I don't care what it is. I just want you on the show because you're really funny. And you are an egg. And you know you're an egg. Anyway, Jake's an egg. That's how I win. Who's yours? <laughs> I got you, Jake, you big egg. Oh. Flip him away. Well, my, if, my, if my best friend came with me, <laughs> she, yeah, you can. She's, quite, uh, she's quite small, so. Is that your plan? Yeah, she's quite petite, so I'd definitely get her down the basement first anyway. Yeah, she's kick not, her in. Yeah, I would just boot her down What there. What cliche is she? Because Jake's the geek, because Jake's a science teacher. So Jake's my nerdy guy. He's my nerdy guy who's an egg. Even <laughs> even though she's super, super smart, Alison would be like the whole blonde hair, look <gasps> at me, I'm so the beautiful. Bimbo. Yeah, but she is so smart. But in the film, I'd let her be a bimbo. That's kind of hot, though. I like bimbos. I like bimbofication. And she is super hot as well. She's super hot. So Sadie, why did I introduce me to this woman? (laughs) (laughs) Just me and Liv constantly. I'll bring her around. Yeah, well, bring her around for our cabin. Does she want to make content? Can we shoot some content together? I'm going to get 
We can't talk about it. I'm going to get a lot of aliens for my next content scene. Love that. that. Oh my God, I know, right? Oh, can I be involved? Can I be involved? I I'm going to get an alien boyfriend on content. That's my plan. Like, I, everyone thinks I'm mad, but you have to, if you're creating any kind of content on the internet, no matter what it is, you know, you have to stand out. So mine is just getting weird. And now I'm going to have a blow up alien boyfriend. So I had an idea. I was thinking about myself. What can I do to make money? <laughs> and I just thought boyfriends. I just thought I could easily do like OnlyFans, but with me doing science experiments, but in like lingerie. As do I am it, a scientist, that would sell. That I could literally sell. do that, couldn't yes. I? That just set sell. up my own little lab, lingerie, yeah. safety specs. Obviously, yeah. go through the health, like the safety bits. Yeah, I think I could make it work. Yeah. <laughs> It would work anything, and if you have a dynamic, it works. It works. I mean, who knows? Like a weird five foot eleven golf scientist. Yes, that would work. That would work. <laughs> People would buy that. I did a Friday the Thirteenth uh, content creation, and that popped off. That made you know people love that oh, i did nice. a whole friday the 13th thing and i was covered in blood like the whole thing now audio listeners if any of you ever do anything you know make movies or or what you know not necessarily in the adult context but if you ever make movies and stuff and you cover yourself in fake blood that stains your skin that stains your oh. skin eh, i learned that the hard way i mean it came off like within two showers but like there was a day where i was like it eh, do you know what i mean like i was covered in it, like pink pink stains i fe- tried to fake tan over the top didn't work i just came out weirder color <laughs> just like I a beigey in- brown i instantly just had to wash the fake tan off i was like whoop no this, oh, isn't, great. Now I'm this isn't going yeah. anywhere and i just was like scrubbing my skin off um yeah that, that well, yeah jake's mine jake's mine jake would be my nerd i don't really know any jocks but jake no. would be the one i can defeat the most like if jake was the boss i win you know i don't care that he's you know, possessed by demons. I win. Oh, um, my brother, but he would he would be weak because he had cancer, though. But is that allowed? Like, <laughs> he went down the yeah. weak ones. <laughs> if, if I if I could choose my own, I'd be like, yeah, Shay's up for it. Yeah, too. Shay. Uh, I heard that you got that like blood disease or whatever. I don't know what kind of cancer your brother had. Oh, he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but what's he's all right now. That? What's that? Um, lymphoma is, is blood. It's blood and yeah. like um, immune system. Like, I'd sneeze at him and he'd be down, man. Look how you win. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd choose Shay. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, sure, Shay. I'm just assuming that there's going to be black mold in that cabin. Yeah, that'll get him anyway. Shay's so, yeah, it's got now. Yeah, we don't probably even get there. That's easy. Hands down, a winner. Just hiding his asthma pump. She's like, hey, go to hell. I know you're getting possessed. It's like a healthy person. There yeah. was no chance of him getting possessed. Or like anyone allergic to nuts, because that'd just be game over. Super easy. Oh, I know who I'm taking. I've got some so called nut allergy friends who, by the way, I don't think that they're allergic to nuts. And I say this to him all the time, and he's going to listen to this, and I don't care. And I constantly tell I see him eating stuff, right? Not nuts. <laughs> I've seen him eat food. Right, so, you know, if you've got a nut allergy, yeah, you have to be proper precarious. Like, you have to be so cautious, don't you? Like, and you can see, like, birthday cakes, and they're, like, nut-free. And it's like, oh, yeah, because, like, there's nuts in, like, the sky or whatever. Do you know what I mean? dust or, yeah. There's nuts everywhere, dude. Like, all food at some point has nuts in it. Like, they grind it. It's a flavor, like, nutmeg, whatever. I get to my point, right? You don't have to directly eat a peanut. And then he's all like, no, I'm allergic to nuts. And then we'll eat a cake. And then we'll eat something else. And I'm like, yo, you know that's going to have trace amounts of nuts in it. Like, how much nut do you need <laughs> to have an anaphylactic shock? Because I've seen you consume a whole variety of foods that I do know of people who have very serious nut, like EpiPen carrying yeah. nut allergy people. And I'm like, 
you don't have that allergy anymore. You've grown out of that allergy. That was a child <laughs> just going on about this. Where I'm like, you know, and I know. You know when you? My sister used to be allergic to bourbons when she was a kid. She ain't no more. He ain't allergic to nuts no more. No. But he keeps playing it like it's a game. <laughs> like what Shay did. Shay survived five Shay's months. like, I got cancer. You're like, no, you haven't. <laughs> He's faking it, mum. He's a liar. Well, no, he... He's just got alopecia when he got old. He was stressed. <laughs> He went through five rounds of chemo. Five? Five rounds. And my <gasps> sister gave him a bone marrow transplant. Luckily, out of one of five kids, she was the Sorry, only Sorry, for a moment, I thought your sister was a doctor. <laughs> no, her bone no, marrow. No, I just was like, wow. <laughs> she operated on her brother. Ew, no, so stupid. She Carry donated her bone oh marrow. Oh my God, that was the dumbest thing. Carry on, yeah. I get and it now. <laughs> He survived all that. They gave him the all clear that morning. Like, absolutely. No, he literally had a bowl of crunchy nut and had anaphylactic shock and he fucking died. Oh, my <laughs> God. He luckily survived. They gave they EpiPend in the lot. Yeah, that's no, a nut. And no, no one, none of us are allergic to nuts. So Shane, How old was he? he when he cancer-free, he, he was 21. And he'd eaten nuts up until that point? Yeah. Did, they, don't, they don't know whether his whole immune system reset itself because of the transplant. Wow. But yeah. The minute he took one, like his first bite of solid food in the last, in the first like two, three years. And he chose nuts. And he chose that and he died. Oh my God. That's when I convinced him that mum and dad were trying to kill him and that he just keeps coming back and mum got really annoyed. And and, and also your sister's a doctor. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, everything's going on in your family. I mean, so. Nothing can kill us, it seems. So. Five rounds of chemo. Five rounds. That's crazy. Like, I think my dad did too and then died. Oh, no. Why are we laughing? Oh yeah, why is that now? The worst thing on this podcast. My boss is gonna be like, "Are you okay?" He's gonna listen to this because he has to listen to the research. Be like, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah, we're fine. This is what we're talking about. Evil Dead, right? I feel like this whole. I do need to wrap this podcast up. I feel like this whole podcast has literally been like, yeah, the movies, they're really good, but our life is the actual yeah. evil, dead. Yeah, like, our life is so evil. much trauma and like mad stuff and your brother ate a bowl of nuts and died <laughs> and other people lie about allergies <laughs> and Jake is an egg and I'm sure we, the heroin was expensive. Yeah, and, super expensive, man. And you can lose your hair from stress. Oh, God, it's been a wild ride already. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe... And then your brains, I got a skull... Val hasn't got her toy out, which is the p- first time, so that's good. And Rila Kuma is also here. Rila Kuma hasn't done much this episode. Oh, I feel sad. Never mind. I was going to throw Rila Kuma at her when she was scratching, but I didn't. That was very good. Anyway, right, <laughs> literally, that was like, we just tangented about so much stuff. Is your brother better now? Oh, yeah, he's absolutely fine. Is he like proper clean now? Yeah, because yeah. They, do you know that thing is ah, medical stuff where they say like there's like X amount of people who are cancer survivors, but they only count it by whether they got into remission for over like five years. But then like 10 years down the line, you can die of cancer, but they still class you as a survivor. How long he's, has he been? He's five year remission. Oh, so, okay. He's yeah. on the cusp. Of He's on the cusp. Being a statistic, yeah. if he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh Let's be a statistic. Stats. Yeah. Stats. stats. It is like the, I mean. Yeah. I mean, apart from missing an eyebrow, he's actually all good. He's Did he only have one grow back? Yeah. One. Well, he got halfway through his chemo. He then got what's it called? Shingles, and he got oh, shingles in the good. eye, <gasps> and he nearly lost an eye. So they saved his eye, and then he just missed an eyebrow. That one has never grown back. Oh my god! Do you know what? It's like the same thing as when my dad had cancer. Is like the cancer sucks and the chemo sucks but it's all the messed up stuff that happens to you like he had a tooth that had to be taken out but the hole 
didn't close no. up even in the jaw and then he had to have like a transplant like a bone something transfusion into his jaw to give him a new bit of jaw because he couldn't heal his jaw you're just in like limbo there's no healing there's no death oh. but you're just floating yeah Shay was extremely poorly for a very long time but he's an absolute little legend is he popping him. off now yeah oh my god I've never met your brother I see pictures of him all the time yeah. I know he likes Slipknot yeah he does the idol, he was a social media where I know stuff about people yeah. I don't know <laughs> he does yeah I mean it's good though it's good that he's out of it and you know fingers crossed touch wood I'm touching wood that he stays out of it for a long period of time he likes horror doesn't he he does just get him on a podcast <laughs> yeah oh, he'd love it he actually, just stop. actually would yeah. which movies does he like oh same as me though old school I think he does pop off and do a little Friday the 13th yeah I haven't covered it have you not done Friday nope. the 13th nope this is only episode 3 I've done Stephen King and Japanese horror Evil Dead doing Scream with my well doing Wes let's give it away everyone doing Wes Craven with my pal because nice. we've already done Scream as a as a UK film everyone go listen to the Scream episode on UK Film Review I wasn't on it but it is on there uh, we're going to do Wes Craven because we've done that episode as uh, on the podcast already but not on mine uh, yeah and no, I haven't so I haven't done Halloween does, God, your, do you does your brother like Halloween? He does like Halloween. How much does he like Halloween? Probably the only that I've made him watch it numerous times as a kid. It's a good show. We still do a Halloween special. He likes The Shining. I've done Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Done it. I've got Stephen King part two because we couldn't cover it because there was too yeah, much it's, Yeah, it's crazy. I've literally... And I've got a friend who works at... He, Paul's coming on next one. It's, uh, everyone next episode Stephen King too. And he's a big Stephen King simp. And he came on and was like, I listened to your episode. I think I can do better. And I was like, oh my God. All right then, come on. You know, dude, bring it on. And he was like, you didn't cover this, 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 this. And I was like, I gotta do Stephen King part two. You bring Shay on. We'll talk about Halloween. You guys could be my Halloween episode. Because I, yeah. I, I haven't put anyone in for Halloween. I haven't done anything about it. And we, do have, it. we haven't done anything. I've not even scheduled a Halloween one. But to hell with it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a huge thing. It would be weird to have a horror podcast and not discuss it. Because I can categorically talk about how much I hate the new ones. Yes. Yes. Evil Dies Tonight. No, that franchise died with that film. Mm. Bye. Oh, did you see that one? Yes. Which one was that? What was it? Halloween resurgence there was two more wasn't there or there's a the first one the wasn't first too bad and the one that came out last year was the worst yeah, that, one i literally nearly walked out was, oh my god yeah. so did i yeah i te- i i the, you know i turned to the person i was with and just went i want to leave yeah. i can't watch this and there's another i was like almost year. embarrassed for him yeah. i was like it was, it was too much yeah and there's one coming out this year and i'm like i don't even want to go and see that no you right val we need to end it we need to nip it in the bud Stop. We all know Halloween was at its peak with Halloween. Yeah. H2O. Hey, Halloween H2O. I love Josh that one. Yeah. Oh my God, this whole episode, I haven't spoken about anyone that I think is hot. I'm sorry. That's just the end of it. There's no one hot in the Evil Dead franchise. Bruce Campbell when he was young. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell when he was young. He was hot when he was young. He was hot when he was young. He's, he's very thick now, um, <laughs> but he was very hot when he was attractive. Anyway, yes. I am going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining me, Sadie. <laughs> we have discussed. Just, I think we've just discussed how evil life is. Next week, guys, we are... Next month, rather. I'm distracted because I'm looking at my skull fragments. Next month, as I said, we are going to have the lovely Paul on, hopefully, and we'll be doing Stephen King Part 2. If not, I will be doing the Wes Craven episode. But I'm hoping it's Paul because I think we're pretty much good to go. Booking people is a nightmare. And obviously, Sadie's going to come back with Shay, who I've never met, hopefully, if he's up for it. And we're going to talk Halloween... <laughs> Val just made the grossest noise. And we're going to talk Halloween, which is going to pop off because, you know, there's so much to talk about with that franchise. So that's going to be like an hour and a half, two hour special, probably at the rate we go. Um, I don't think we can talk about cancer with that one. I think it'd be a bit weird. I know, oh, he makes jokes about it all the time. Sick pop off. <laughs> <laughs> 
If I don't get cancelled by then, please join us so we laugh about cancer with someone who survived cancer. My God. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. And with more, you bring some bone fragments. Yeah. We'll have them there. That'll be great. Um, and, you know, if I'm not back, I've been possessed by the female lady whose skull I now own, which is an interesting thing. But anyway... I will be back. Stephen King Part 2, Halloween. It's all coming up. I've even got a Scooby-Doo Halloween special coming up. Yes. Way, way in the future. Oh We're God. doing all the Scooby-Doo movies for Halloween. There's a lot coming. So please stick with us. And as I say, as always, come follow us on Spotify. Give us a little follow. We're over on Instagram at UK Film Review. We're also on Facebook at UK Film Review. So give us a like and subscribe. And it's always incredibly welcome. And once again, I have been your host, Rachel. I'm moving around in my chair a lot. So my volume is changing. I apologize for that. And thank you so much for joining me. So it's a goodbye from me. And it is a goodbye from Sadie. Goodbye. And it's been a pleasure. Stay fearful, my dear friends. <laughs> Goodbye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.